Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mail Right Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about one of John's favorite subjects, that is creating Facebook ads, how to, how to do it. Uh, some great tips and tricks are, are going to be what we cover today. And before we get into it, I'm going to let my partner introduce himself. For those of you who are new to the show, I'm going to say this. My partner has invested a lot of time and energy and as also has his own business partners that are really um, incredibly skilled at these kinds of marketing services. So what he has to say is going to be really relevant. I'm really excited for everybody. With no further ado, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Oh, thanks, Rob. And Rob's done his good deed of the day. He's helped a friend out today. He just got in, got back in time to do this podcast. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Um, I'm the joint founder of mail-right.com. We're a CRM, a website, a marketing platform focused at real estate agents, helping you get great leads from WordPress. Either you do it yourself or we can help you run the campaigns for you. Back over to you, Robert. Beautiful. So what's, uh, what's on our list today is, is you can't start having a conversation about most forms of real estate marketing right now without involving at least a little bit of AI. And I, I just want to take a moment to explain my thinking on that personally. My personal thoughts, not John. We haven't talked about it. I think that AI is something that we all have to look at and leverage to shorten timelines in, in terms of things that we're trying to deliver. It's not a replacement for human effort. I'm going to keep saying that on every show that we talk about AI. It is simply a way to get a result perhaps much faster or improve quality in some very rare cases where maybe you're not a great writer and you can you can start off with an idea and then have AI enhance it, finish it, and then reread it, add your contributions, and then publish it, which ultimately will save you maybe 30 or 40% of your time. If anybody here who's listening or watching the show is seeking a strong opinion from a marketing professional, I will say this, do not consider AI as a complete and total replacement for all your time. So with no further ado, John, why don't you go ahead and introduce us to number one on the list of things that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, I think um, I think number one is that about until about a year ago, Facebook was going the period before a year ago, about eighteen months, just before COVID and during COVID, Facebook was facing a bit of a challenge. Uh, they were not getting the results that they traditionally were getting for people who are utilising paid advertisement. And the, one of the main factors was um, they had a bit of falling out with Apple and Apple and the CEO, um, Tim Cook, had decided for business reasons to block um, access to a lot of information through uh, iOS um, that Facebook relied on um, to make their um, advertising effective. And that d decreased the ability of Facebook to get results and on a lot of different podcasts or and blogs and on YouTube, there was a lot of people complaining and a lot of that complaint was based on fact and also um facebook or meta um really focus was on um virtual reality 
they were putting a big bet. They had invested a lot of money in that. And a lot of people said their focus on um, advertising, the real money-making engine was diminishing. Uh-huh. I would say that's completely done a turn, I think, for his faults. Mark Zetterberg is a, uh, a practical individual um, and um, they could see that they were in trouble. Um, but um, because they've got such enormous resources and also this technology has progressed, they took, they really invested in AI and AI has, and the technology, the technology and the investment is really now paying off and it's enabled them to uh, make their advertising platform and the results that you can obtain back up, or some people would say even better than before um, Apple's actions. So I'm getting a lot of reports now from various industries and advertising um, experts that the type of results you're getting from your Facebook advertising is getting quite effective again. So I would say that's the introduction, Robert. I, I rely upon you and Travis, Tom, as my touch points into the Facebook world. And I really appreciate everything that you just shared because um, you're probably right. I'm not a fan of, of Zuck at all. John, I, this, I feel about him about the same way that, that he feels about Redmond. Um, but, uh, I will say this, uh, there's no doubt that like so many other people that you may have questionable feelings towards, that doesn't mean that their services, the things that they work on is, is, uh, anything less than spectacular or efficient or serves a purpose for you, you know? Um, and, and in Zuck's case, I wouldn't be surprised if you hit home run. He's been making such big investments for so long and he is doing his best to think well beyond the curve of where most people are. And my, I am going to respect somebody taking those big swings, no matter how I feel about him, John. It doesn't matter. He's taking big swings. And you're saying that you're liking the direction one of his big swings is going. And I'm, I'm really glad to hear it. Um, all right. So let's, uh, without any further ado, let's go to number two, Facebook lead ads. So um, I'm going to let you talk here, but I actually do have something on this to contribute a thought. So, so why don't you start us off and then I'll, I'll jump in. Yeah, I think um, it's one of the most effective advertisements um, that you can do if you have got a property that you're selling for a client and to advertise it. Um, and what I mean is, um, but the trick is to give enough information to get interest, but not too much information so people don't feel the necessity to go uh, either to a landing page where hopefully you obtain their name and email so you can send them the information um, or send them additional information, um, or you can utilise a Facebook form um, which means that they're not taken off the platform. Um, but the key bit is not to give too much information, but also not to give too little. Because if you give too little, 
they won't interact with the campaign. The other factor um, is that if you can do a video of the property, um, a quick have some video element to it, the engagement will increase quite a bit. But um, obviously, that's slightly more difficult to achieve. But if you could, you know, we've, I think in 2023, that was, we must have said this a thousand times, you know, video is king and video is king on Facebook as well. Correct. Um, and it's where I've done additional research, John, and no surprise, like, listen, I've, I've talked to some people that work at Instagram and while I can't, I can't reveal all the details, I got to say this, it's not slowing down. But the investment in these platforms is deep in terms of uh, those platforms establishing, like still investing deep into video and still looking at that at 2024 and still making big swings on turning, like everybody's trying to, to have a, like a video section or, or be a full-on video service. Like everybody, the con consumption on the internet of video uh, continues to be insane. 80% of all consumption uh, a year ago was video. And we expect that to rise. That's not slowing down. Soon it's going to be 90%. So there's another 10% for the, the market to grow. And so now there's a, a competition between platforms on who gets your video content. In the meantime, in this halcyon days of all platforms basically allowing you to post videos for free to your audience, and that won't continue forever, you... Like everybody should be taking advantage of it, especially if you're already producing video. Why not just post it, cross-platform it? Um, that's, and I think that in terms of Facebook lead ads, um, there. So for those listening to the show, there is something called Facebook ad companies, okay? And and you should follow some of those people on YouTube, John included, John's partner included, uh, Travis Tom included. And get the understanding that like crafting a great ad is going to have a direct impact on your response. You can also use AI for this purpose, enhance ads, um, see if they can help you do intros and exits. Uh, in video from our last show is a place that you might start to look. It's great. It's a great place to start. Um, and then I guess that's that. That'll be it. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there because we're we gotta. I, I want to make sure we get halfway through the list at the at the break. So number three, custom list of homes. So why don't you explain what you mean like that? That is a Facebook ad that you're thinking of creating that involves a custom list of homes. So so illuminate that for me, John. Well, it's, it's linked to um, another thing that we hammered away in 2023. Now find your niche. You know, obviously, as you start off, you've got to be a journalist. But after you get a few, you know, a few transactions under your belt, let's say you're a medium agent, you've got a couple of years under the belt. Your main objective, in my opinion, and I think you share it, Robert, obviously I'm speaking for you, but you'll respond, um, is that you should find a niche. And the quicker you find a niche, in especially a competitive market, a metropolitan area, um, obviously the more um, rural or less population dense, 
um, maybe the requirement to find a niche isn't quite so necessary. But in any metropolitan area that's competitive, the quicker you can find a niche, I feel you'd be better. So you found your niche, um, and in that niche there would be subcategories, and those subcategories could be lists of homes that appeal to your niche clientele and offering a list. So you put a certain type of advertisements on it and saying you can supply a list of properties if they sign up is quite effective, we've found, in certain circumstances in the campaigns that we've run for people, Robert. So we have said this ad nauseum. When it comes to ads, here's, so I'll just add a couple of facts and figures. The number one real estate site in the entire country that is organically based. It's run by a content marketer. It's called rubyhome.com. And if you want to, you should go check it out because they do two things very, very well. When you start talking about niches and you try, try to attract audiences and interest across the internet, number one, telling stories is always a very compelling way to go. But how do you use custom homes or custom home lists to tell a good story in an ad as an example? Well, somebody, somebody famous that lived in the home somebody notable that's a CEO, somebody that uh, works for a company that's notable, you start going down the list of things, you know, the person that ran the finances for Reebok or, or Nike, ever wonder where he lived? Well, here's a picture of those homes. That's a way to gather interest. And then what you would do is use that hook to then say, and this home is a colonial English style home. We have a lot of these same kinds of homes on our website, which is how another way to leverage custom homes in terms of your ad production, like like producing ads using custom homes, telling a tricky, like a compelling little story, which oftentimes has to do, everybody wants to visualize themselves in the custom home. We talk often talk about the mechanics, but moving people emotionally when you're, when you're doing ad creation is very important. So you want to make sure, and the way to do that is to tell a story that involves them starting to, to fantasize about living in that place. And you, you exchange the, them with you. So in other words, you paint a picture and they go, oh my God, I want to live in the home that Marilyn Monroe lived in. And if I can't live in that one, maybe I want to live in another one that's selling custom home picks. So make sure that you tie it into something emotional. Now, some of, the, some of you, many of you are going to have homes that are $300,000 or less. So uh, like things like what John listed. So how do you tell a compelling story there? And that's pretty e easier than you think. You just have to make a family the hero of your particular ad and connect it to a custom home. Because here's, here's where like these, like you, you show the picture of the home and then a picture of a family and you say, these people are my hero, heroes. They, they worked hard for 30 years. They raised two beautiful children. Those children went to UCLA. You tell the story of the family and you, you do what's something called hero advertising which is where you personally paint an emotional connection into what is actually a pretty average family. But we don't spend enough time talking about, and you have a very nice picture of a custom home. Okay? Another, that's another story also. Custom listed homes would also be another good story when it comes to the most common number one thing inside markets right now is the boomers either upscaling or downscaling out of their home. Okay, so upscaling into a really nice custom home from what was previously a normal two-story home, two sets of pictures on the home is a way that I would also maybe apply this strategy. One, the before, 
and one the after, with the after being the bigger, nicer home, but the story being, you know, here we are at retirement. We've been very fortunate and successful in our lives. So now we're living in our dream home. Anyway, those are my thoughts. Um, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, I will affix my camera. So for those of you who are watching the show on YouTube, please, I apologize. I don't know what the hell is going on with my camera. <laughs> anyway, John, um, take us to break. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the MailRight Show. Uh, John and I had to get to uh, a conversation about which which episode it is. Uh, it is actually episode number 416. And today we're talking about Facebook ads. And we're trying to have a conversation about some ideas about how you're going to do your Facebook ads in 2024, what we feel would be best. And uh, we've covered three subjects so far. We're on number four. And number four is create retargeting and lookalike audiences, which is definitely without question one of the most important elements of this entire list. So, John, take us away. Yeah, like um, the two bits retargeting, that's why having a system like MailRite is useful if you're going to do some consistent advertising on Facebook, either attempting to do it yourself or letting us do it for you. Um, Basically, you're you're having a, a CRM um, basically, when somebody um, utilizes our platform and they run a campaign, they can we recommend that they they send about thirty days of email and text messages to those that sign up for one of the campaigns, and then after the campaign, they put on a monthly newsletter just to keep in touch. The same thing applies with retargeting. So if you've got these people in your CRM, you can download their names and emails and then import them into Facebook. And if the email address matches up to the email address that they utilize to sign up their Facebook campaign, they will be then retargeted. Um, You could set a campaign to retarget these people. And the thing about Facebook is is a disruptive advertising platform, and a lot what a lot of people don't understand is that the the cost should be much more reasonable than some of Google's advertising platforms. But people say the quality is poorer. I don't like to actually utilize that term. I just think they're very their stages of purchasing are very different. Where Facebook, um, with Google, if it's done correctly, um, they probably will be at a much later stage on the purchasing or selling process. Mm-hmm. Where with Facebook, they probably, if the advertising is done in the right way, they will be on, on that journey, but they might be much earlier than with Google. So, but the costs should be different as well. But to make it worthwhile, you need retargeting or you need a system that 
will touch base because some percentage of those will be looking to purchase or sell similar to Google. But the others, it's really important to keep in touch because um, they're further, they're at a different stage on their journey. And that's where retargeting has its place. Look alike. Well, that's another really great element of Facebook is you can put a list in and you can say, I want the advertisement to be retargeted to similar people that I've been successfully had successful results with. And because of what Facebook is doing with AI and has done, their their lookalike audience elements have become even more sophisticated and I think they've improved considerably. This is why having a CRM and having a platform like MailRite is important if you're doing this type of having some kind of budget and consistency utilising Facebook, Robert. Copy you. I don't know why, but sometimes my sister... Okay, it doesn't matter. You know what? Um, I use retargeting a lot. I've used it for myself. I use it for my clients. Um, retargeting is a very friendly way to get in front of a lot of people that already know who you are. And uh, it's also a very friendly way to promote content. It's a very friendly way to do ads on Facebook. It's a very friendly way to um, do a lot of different types of really creative and very cool marketing. And especially when you're trying to do um, low push kind of strategies where you're trying to attract people into something and then you can just put up a display without necessarily trying to really move people around. And so your name is in front of them for a long period of time. You get brand recognition at a reasonable cost when it comes to retargeting. It's a really cool kind of advertising. That's my thought on it. Lookalike audiences, I haven't explored that much on Facebook. I've done it a few times. Certainly not enough to be an expert. I wouldn't know how good the program is, how accurate it is, any of those things. So I'm going to leave that one alone out of a lack of personal knowledge. I'm just going to simply say that the idea behind it is appealing. I've heard a lot of other people that know a lot about a lot more about Facebook say that it's an extremely cool feature. I will say this one last little thing to you and everybody else on the show. Uh, one of the people, one of the very few people in this world that I follow uh, when it comes to social media is Brendan Kane. And Brendan Kane focuses only on social. And he is a really interesting. He thinks a lot like me. He's a mission-based guy. He spends most of it. He has a huge business, but spends most of it putting back into the business. He's created numerous channels in under 30 days with a million followers. He knows these platforms really, really well. And one of the things he says about Facebook is he thinks it's the most wildly undervalued marketing system in the US. And he knows most of them. I find that to be fascinating. Uh, kind of moved the needle a little bit for me. When he, when he was talking about how valuable he thought Facebook was, even with the switches, even with the lawsuits. So I just find it fascinating that he still thinks so well of Facebook. And part of it is these lookalike audiences and retargeting. All right. Number five, types of real estate Facebook ads to avoid in 2024. I certainly actually don't know what this, the answers to this is. Not, you know, John came up with this list. I'm super excited to hear how you got to these things and what you're thinking about them. 
Yeah, I'll start off with free home evaluations. They are the kind of bedrock, the bread and butter of a lot of um, Facebook agencies that specialise in, well, they say they specialise in the real estate sector. Mm-hmm. I, I think the reality is they attra- they can be automated. They are attractive. I think because of of the platforms like Zillow, uh, Realtor, there's a number of them. I think their appeal to the consumer has diminished quite a bit. And if I see somebody on YouTube um, promoting kind of their marketing ability and the bedrock of their offering is free home uh, evaluations. I I start to wonder about their expertise. Um, so that's my position. I, I think it can be to some extent, might be of some use, um, but I question it. I'm not saying that. When it comes to personal branding, I think... I think personal putting your name in front of your audience, um, obviously there's a lot of um, prior research saying that you've got to be like, they've got to see you like seven times or your brand seven times before it starts then to the, con- the subconscious or conscious element. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the main problem with journalistic, depending on your budget is cost. Um, I think you touched on it when we were talking about um, lookalike or retargeting because you found that at a cost for yourself and for some of your clients that was reasonable. So it does depend, but my main criticism of personal branding advertising is unless you've got some deep pockets and looking at very much on the long term, I think there's probably more cost of cost effective ways of utilizing Facebook, which mm-hmm. will get you better results. And lastly, it's the kind of um it's the poster child, you know, it's like one oh one of Facebook advertising is don't utilize the boost feature when you're posting and just boost it because I know it's very attractive and Facebook makes it very easy, but it's been proven, and I think it still is, most experts would agree with me, it's still the least effective way of utilising your Facebook budget by boosting posts, Robert. I didn't know that. So that's interesting to hear. Um, we're getting ready to to close out the, the subject. So I'm going to share something that I haven't been asked to share. Um, I'm so notably like an SEO guy. That's mostly the Google ecosphere. I, even my advertising teams focus a lot on Google AdWords, but not exclusively. That is absolutely not true. And the one thing that I do do a lot of is, is the retargeting. Not with very many clients, but the handful of clients I have that hit the point where retargeting makes sense for them are always clients with deeper pockets, larger budgets, great content-based um, websites a strong email campaign in place. And when all those puzzle pieces are in place, you absolutely use retargeting. What are you retargeting to? The latest content piece. 
because some people mm. use Facebook yeah. more than they actually use email. And so what you're doing is you're taking somebody who was or is engaged with you and your brand and you're driving them back to your website. Using it this specific way for this specific strategy drives user engagement way up on a real estate website, which, drum roll, is a major ranking factor for SEO. You take your most interested audience, you send them back to a place they've been already, they engage much more heavily than somebody who doesn't know your brand, or not in every case, but some cases, and you increase your user engagement on the site, which effectively gives you a chance to rank better. So you've got a lot of value that you can achieve out of retargeting. And when I do retarget, I retarget across every platform that it's possible for me to retarget. That includes Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube, the list goes on. If we have the right assets, we'll retarget everywhere. Okay? So it's just worth mentioning that even though John and I both talk about our various expertises, you know, he works on SEO a bit. I work on Facebook a bit. This is not my specialty. It's not, you know, his his shtick isn't my shtick. But it's important for everybody to realize that no matter what strategy you're talking about, almost all approaches are omni at this point. You really want to do a lot online, you will eventually focus on all platforms in some way or another. You decide where you're going to house your primary marketing messages. For me and my clients, it's WordPress websites. I think it's the same for John. And then you decide how you're going to advertise that platform. And the more, the, the better you get at it, the more opportunities that are available to you to go bigger with your message. And absolutely positively, one of the things I see that drives me crazy, John, is that realtors don't consistently use their pre-existing list of contacts in a very effective way. No, That's who really who you should be marketing to in the most effective way. They're, they're your highest profit. That's your highest Profit marketing, right there. Yeah, you know, I mean, sorry, go ahead, John. I would totally agree, and I, I also think um, what else was I going to say? It just flowed out of my mind, Robert. Actually, I think I think it's that and video and being consistent, you know, um, and I think they're all things easy to say, but I think for understandable reasons, agents struggle with consistency because they're pulled in all different directions. Think video because a lot of people fear being in front of the camera. We've touched upon that, haven't we, Robert? Yeah. And and um, having invest, you know, obviously in more difficult times, you've got to keep control of costs. But just slashing your budget completely is a bad mistake. I, I would I would agree agree with that entirely. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for tuning into the show. John and everybody else that is trying to watch on YouTube, I deeply apologize. I've been trying to turn off, you know, get my camera to work properly. Some days it works great, some days it doesn't. I don't. I honestly don't know why that is. Uh, John, <laughs> if people wanted to uh, try to get in touch with you and talk to you about how you would approach a Facebook ad campaign in 2024, how would you like them to do that? I'll just go over to mel-right.com and book a chat with me. It's right in the top navigation. You can book a half hour chat with me totally free. 
and um, give you any more additional advice, insights that you're looking for. Back over to you, Rob. Perfect. If somebody would like to get in touch with me, um, it's Robert at inboundrem.com. If you would like to learn more about me or just know what kind of knowledge I put out there for you for free, at this point, I have uh, like marketing programs for free that are similar to like Krista Mayshore and Levi. Like you can get about $30,000 or $40,000 worth of knowledge off my site at no charge. So go to inboundrem.com and see what kind of value you can get from it. Because I guarantee you, if you're a realtor and you're doing digital marketing, I've got something on there that would be valuable to you. All right, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it.